Meditators, welcome to another episode of the Market Meditations podcast. Today we have with us the founder of XDeFi, a new multi-chain browser extension wallet coming out kind of like MetaMask, except it's got a lot of features MetaMask doesn't have. And um, Emil, you've been building this for a while. We spoke uh, way back and uh, your passion stood out to me. It was incredible. Thank you for joining us. I can't wait to dive into this conversation. Thanks for having me, man. It's an absolute pleasure. So, um, I mean, uh, before we get into the exciting things you guys are building and really changing the game, there's some innovative um, uh, stuff coming out that I haven't seen other people even try to do yet. I know you've been a successful entrepreneur before this, Emil, and um, you've got a lot of experience. You've clearly led a huge team. XDeFi is an ambitious project that it's only in beta. You've got 27,000 users. Um, everyone who uh, is invested speaks exceedingly highly of you and your team. Uh, so what have you learned throughout your journey as an entrepreneur? What are the most important lessons that uh, help guide you every day? I think, I mean, as, as a young, you know, entrepreneur, I've made a lot of mistakes related to being, you know, convinced that, like, what, I mean, what really matters is the ID. Um, and, you know, you, each one of us, like, think he's special, I think, to a certain extent, and each one of us think that, like, he has a special ID and, and that our ID is better than the next guy ID, but at the end of the day, the ID doesn't matter. Uh, and I think that was the hard you know, uh, reality that I've learned uh, along my journey and like no matter how good is your ID, if you don't have the team to implement it, you're not going to go anywhere. Um, and, uh, and it's all about like who are the people that are surrounding you, who are the people that like you trust um, uh, and, uh, and how complementary they are. Um, I think this is what I've learned uh, and, and sometimes it's not just about like how uh, crazy uh, what you want to uh, to uh, to build is. It's, it's it's about more about like who are you with to building it, and it doesn't really matter what you build if you build it from the heart and with the people that are you know like hard hardworking people and uh, and, uh, and 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 with skills in their own categories. Generally, you're gonna succeed. Um, and I guess this is what happened with XDeFi Wallet because at the time with David, we were talking about like other potential like businesses that we want to build in Web3. Uh, we had these super complicated like business models, uh, 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 which were really cool that I would love to work on like at some point, but uh, we were not even thinking about creating wallets, uh, which was kind of like, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy at all. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, but it's not revolutionary, right? It's like, it's, I mean, it is in practice like a multi-chain wallet, wallet extension, but like, it's not like, it's like everyone can have the idea. It's more like, can you implement it? Um, uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, uh, I think it worked because because David and myself were complementary and were able to build a team around us that that is complementary. So you brought up um, two interesting points there. The first one being um, that the idea is not what matters, rather the follow through, the execution. Um, behind the idea. And secondly, you mentioned the people you do it with. Now, I want to explore both of those, starting with the execution side. Was there a specific event that made you realize, like a wake-up moment that, oh, ideas are useless? Did anything happen that brought that upon you? Or did you just slowly learn it over time? Uh, failures. Uh, I had many failures, like with great ideas uh, that were not really implemented properly. Uh, for instance, because it wasn't Jumping the right off. time to. Yeah. 
So the, 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 first, the first one, which is actually like really, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, um, uh, interesting because I'm talking to you, right, uh, as an influencer, uh, but back in 2013, we created basically a, um, a content aggregator uh, uh, for, for influencers. And that was mainly for YouTubers, people that were posting on Vine uh, and Vimeo and so on. And basically we created this, 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 this platform on which they can have all their video content uh, embedded in one place. and uh, and users you know to be able to see all of the content from from one single profile page with a front page uh, on which you have basically like an embedded video player that was our own that would basically based on 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 on, on keywords that you enter uh, find find uh, uh, with the, the proprietary algorithm that we had the most buzzing content uh, uh, at a specific point of time and we were basically you know monetizing with working with marketing agency and uh, and and trying to because we had a lot of data about all these different influences to create tailor-made campaign for for their own clients uh, and at the same time providing some tools for their for them to uh, to track the the growth uh, um, uh, and the impact on, on their marketing strategy um, and and revenue obviously uh, so that's what we were doing it was way too early i think we would have done that two to three years later like 2015, 2016, we would have been like super successful. I mean, maybe not, like uh, we won't be able to know. Uh, but at the time, I don't think that people were seeing the value in it. Um, and it's, it's funny actually, because there are a few influencers that are now absolutely huge. I was talking to, uh, uh, back in the days, trying to hustle uh, them into uh, joining uh, the project uh, and, uh, and, uh, and it didn't work. And I think the idea was great. It, it wasn't my idea, it was the idea of a co-founder that I had before. Um, and, um, yeah, I think the idea was crazy, but it's just like wasn't the right time. So uh, execution is also about luck. Are you in the right place at the right moment? And that's how, that's what happened with XDFI Wallet. Like, like we, we saw a gap and we tried to fill it out. And like it's just it was crazy to see this gap not being filled out. I have no clue even till this point why there, no one was building another extension wallet. Like, I, like honestly, like that that was like I, yeah. So we had to do it and we did it. But yeah, they really. I mean, that point, while it definitely touched on execution, it brought up a third thing that uh, wasn't mentioned, which is just the luck component. Uh, you have to keep failing until the luck comes your way because you can engineer luck through just not stopping and repeatedly trying and moving in the right direction. Eventually, you'll get lucky like most of us did in crypto. But um, so much of success, extremely, especially extreme outliers of success, just has that huge luck component, which is also quite nice for keeping you humble, just remembering that there is that part of it, that if someone doesn't succeed for some reason or you do succeed for some reason, it's not a special incident, it's just the way things are. Uh, so I definitely don't want to forget about and not circle back to the second thing you mentioned, which was picking the right people. Um, now I've spoken to several of your team members and they all speak really highly of you Emil that you have a certain gravity about you to attract the right sorts of people um, how do you attract the right sorts of people and then how do you filter out to find the right people to work with uh, I'm not sure man I'll, that's the honest answer I have no clue no I, I mean I know it's like I'm trying to find people that have heart and um, and we have a friend in common, actually, that, that once told me, like, uh, hire people with heart, Emil. And I was like, yeah, like, uh, I'm not going to say who, but you know who, uh, probably. Uh, but basically, like, this is a discussion we had, and I was like, look, I want people to have a great attitude, people that are good. Uh, and that may, that may sound stupid to say that and, like, and, and easy to say, but that's true. Like, you want people that are uh, not toxic to each other. And for me, attitude will always trump skills, always. 
uh, you can learn. P people with the right attitude, they learn, they'll get better, they'll get, they'll get good. Uh, 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 if, if you're the best, the best and, 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 and you're toxic and, 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 and you bring negativity around you, that, that's going to fuck up your team, really. Sorry, and I'm being rude, but it's, it's true. And uh, so I'm trying to first find people that, have, uh, that are smart, uh, that are proactive, uh, uh, that have a no excuse mentality because this is the mentality of like if you look at what David did at first like he, he had an Ethereum background and like straight up he went into like integrating Binance, Bitcoin whatever he had to integrate, no excuse mentality it's not, it's not existing, there was no library for it, let's build it uh, it's, that, 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 that's what we're looking for so that's going to be hard for you if you join us but you're going you're gonna to do what you like uh, as much as much as 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 it can possibly be, you know. But uh, uh, but you're gonna learn, and then if you have the right attitude, you're gonna strive, and and, 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 and you're gonna become better and like be successful. But it's like it's all about heart, I think. Uh, that's a very uh, nice way to put it. I absolutely love heart uh, because it encompasses attitude, and it also adds a positive element to just saying attitude because attitude doesn't necessarily uh, imply positive and compassionate and implies empathy, all of these things which are essential to maintaining the right culture uh, within the company. And then um, we've had a lot of founders on the podcast at this point, and something uh, Sam Bankman-Fried said, which always sticks out in my head, was, so he mentioned the heart point, and then like you, he said, skills are irrelevant, they can be taught, but he said he looks for high ceiling people people that he doesn't care what skills they have right now, but he sees potential to be able to give them very large amounts of skill, uh, which I thought would just be an interesting addition to your point there. What do you do if you hire the wrong person? Have you been in that situation and how do you handle it? So sometimes I'm too nice and I learn how not to be nice. And that, that, that's the real answer, like the, the non-filtered answer. So at first, if you see that someone is not a good fit for different reason, right? It can be like skills, as you said, can be attitude, can be like plenty of different things. Um, I think first you try to help, okay? You try to put them in the best uh, uh, situation so they can, you know, like uh, perform uh, uh, without pressuring them, uh, without being too tough, uh, by giving them like the, the, the support they need, uh, uh, the tools they, they require, and, and, and the mentorship that sometimes like they, 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 they didn't have before or, or, or etc. If you see it doesn't work, well, at some point, it's like you know, like there is no like uh, ten thousand solutions to, to take. Like you, you need to you need to uh, to, uh, to find a way to and uh, I mean to let them go. That that that's the way it is. Uh, so yeah, it happens. It happens. Obviously, we are in crypto. Uh, you hire fast. Sometimes you also have to let people fa go fast, and that's sad. But this is just reality. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a, that was a, almost a selfish question I was asking for myself as much as you because it's something I struggle with feeling too nice. Like I almost owe you because I've brought like I feel a responsibility for anyone who uh, gets hired or is working for me. To uh, I, I think good leaders should feel some sort of responsibility there, and it's hard to draw the line of where to stop being nice and you're just damaging the company by so not being nice. Uh, in the macro sense of things. Uh, so Emil, outside of uh, your own building right now, is there anything in the crypto space which has you excited? Any layer one chain, any uh, cool NFT project or DeFi project, anything that you're really excited about right now in crypto? I mean, there are just so many, so many things right now in crypto. It's like, uh, it'll be crazy. I mean, 
obviously I love NFTs. Think we we kind of all do. I mean, pretty much, actually not everyone, but uh, but I I'm, I'm I'm I was a DeFi <laughs> guy really, uh, uh, and uh, I guess uh, NFTs really got me hooked up. Uh, um, there are a few projects that I'm following more than others. Like I like generative arts. Like in PFP, I love the the Gurukat Gang uh, uh, that I think I've already mentioned to you before. <laughs> but I, I I'm 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 really liking like what what I'm seeing in this community. It's, it's really you cool. You feel that hard to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that one hard to you. Uh, uh, I don't know if uh, I was successful if you have that or not, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I really like this project. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's I, I, I really like Terra. Um, I, I think uh, um, I think it's quite crazy what they've built around the UST because I think at first, like, they were really focusing on creating this decentralized stablecoin that is absolutely required for for for, for our ecosystem uh, and uh, and obviously Torchain. I love Torchain, but everyone knows that already. Like, uh, I'm branded Torchain from the get the get go. Uh, uh, but I think Terra was uh, with I mean, the UST was a really good addition to that. Uh, uh, to live in a permissionless censorship, uh, 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 you know, uh, um, uh, um, environment, environment. Sorry. Um, so, uh, really like what's happening on Terra. Really like the mentality of the founders there. Like I've met most of them by now. Um, it's quite incredible. Uh, uh, now, you know, like I'm agnostic by nature uh, because I kind of have to as well with the with the with the with the wallet. We're not, you know, uh, taking sides. But uh, uh, this is definitely like one of the ecosystem that has really like. Uh, uh, inspired me recently and that I've really uh, uh, um, uh, looked into in depth. So uh, we actually haven't had any guests talk about Torchain on the podcast before, um, or Terra for that matter. Uh, if I'm an average listener of this podcast, why should I care about Torchain right now? Well, basically, Torchain uh, gives you the ability to, um, to swap uh, um, um, assets uh, irrespective of the native chain. So if you want to swap some BTC uh, uh, against uh, ETH or some BNB against uh, Litecoin or, 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 and so on, uh, you, can, you can basically do this via uh, uh, Torchain, which is a, a cross-chain automated market maker, let's call it this way. Um, so you care about it because you want to be able to, uh, to swap between these different assets without having to go via a centralized exchange. Uh, so that's why you should uh, care about uh, torching. Okay. Okay. So um, the, quite a natural fit for XDeFi to be working with Torchain as well. To could have some neat functionalities. Actually, effortless bridging almost uh, with a bit of extra fee. I imagine between wallets on the XDeFi. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, it's it's actually going to be implemented from within the wallet in a, in a few weeks. Really looking forward to that. But like, let, let's imagine like, I don't know, I'll give you, I'll give you a simple like a, a situation. Let's say that you're, you're farming on Ethereum mainnet, okay? Uh, you're getting some profits out of your farm. Instead of like reallocating into USDC and holding, you'd rather want to have some BTC to hold long term. You're gonna take your profits, swap them from within the wallet directly into Bit Bitcoin and keep your Bitcoin in the wallet. Probably maybe provide liquidity within Torchain with your Bitcoin. And uh, and, uh, and, uh, and and likely like uh, uh, make a bit of return on that. So so I think I think that's an appealing uh, um, uh, um, strategy that is uh, made possible by the, by by Torchain. Uh, uh, and yeah, for me it's like uh, obviously something groundbreaking that that that, that the ecosystem really needs uh, to to be able to swap native assets uh, uh, between each other uh, in an effortless manner. Uh, what's your story? How did you first decide to build a, a wallet? Yeah, so uh, so my background is more finance, um, and uh, I was uh, I then switched to, to tech, 
that's where I met my uh, my co-founder uh, David like a few years ago, like by launching ventures for for BCG. Um, we've met there. He was a, a blockchain lead uh, for for Tracer, which is the the blockchain platform for for the diamond industry, and I was the project lead for for Gemfair, uh, working with them closely for for the beers basically. And um, and since then, you know, we've always been in touch to to discuss about blockchain. We're both passionate about it. Uh, and uh, and and my the, the main thing I was doing in the, in, in the you know in the space till now was was investing. I was not an investor in Torchain um, after the crash in March last year. I've I've told uh, David, you know, you should look into Rune and invest it as well. And you know, at the time we we tried to understand a little bit more how we can you know help uh, the 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 Torchain ecosystem. Uh, uh, to grow and how we can involve ourselves, so we were super keen to uh, you know to, to to build alongside the the, the other incredible builders uh, of the Torchain uh, community. So we had a few discussions with the core team at Torchain, and it became quite you know obvious that uh, uh, the infrastructure that we've built since then uh, was needed for uh, uh, users to be able to uh, interact with all the UI interfaces that are powered by uh, Torchain. So at the time, you know. Um, we looked a little bit at the wallet industry and uh, mobile markets, absolutely saturated, uh, custodial, non-custodial wallets, EVM-based wallets, like multi-chain wallets, a lot of different things. At the end of the day, uh, a lot of the volume is still going via web clients. People, they want to have the, you know, the flexibility of interacting with any uh, uh, dApps that they want, uh, especially if they are hunting yields. And, um, and we decided to, uh, to look at what's happening in the extension space. Um, MetaMask was basically the, the only player there and, and only focusing on EVM-based networks. So it was kind of a non-brainer for us. Um, we, you know, we had the experience in, in Web3, uh, we had the contacts, we had the, the, the potential devs to, to hire, and we just decided to, 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 uh, to create XDeFi Wallet, basically. That, that, that's how it, uh, it came down. So that was the inception of the idea. Um, I'm sure at that point you had a vision for what it would be like to execute and build this product. Uh, how different was that initial, what you thought this task would be to what the task has actually become? So, I mean, like that, that would be hard to, to, to explain in details, but I think, you know, we, we've made the kind of the gamble of, uh, of starting multi-chain from, 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 from the, the get-go, really, like rather than focusing on a specific chain and then building on top of it. Uh, which uh, um, which basically made us like quite a dry like I guess, uh, and uh, and we had to 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 get interested into a, you know UTXO's chain like our background was mainly like uh, Ethereum at the time uh, uh, and Cosmos uh, which was really interesting and I think today the team um, is um, quite knowledgeable and 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 versatile in the sense that uh, we are kind of like easily adding new chains when we decide to do so since uh, we're more adaptable, I guess, more flexible and, and less focused on, on, on one single uh, blockchain ecosystem. We kind of became uh, agnostic uh, uh, by uh, taking the decision to, to be multi-chain from, from the very beginning as opposed as to, uh, to you know, build on one chain and then uh, um, um, stack uh, on, on top of it. Um, challenges, a lot of challenges. Uh, I guess like from a UX perspective, it's quite complicated to create like a, a, a decentralized multi-chain wallet uh, because each you know, blockchain has its own characteristics. Uh, so if you want to, at the same time, cater for these specificities and at the same time create a consistent UX, consistent flows, uh, you need to think really hard, uh, a lot of headaches, uh, a lot of things to, uh, to figure out. Um, and, uh, and I guess that, 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 that's one of the biggest challenges that we had. 
I think we're getting there, definitely. You know, at, you know that, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, first, we really wanted to have like a, a wallet that works. You have eight plus chains. Uh, wallet is meant to sign transactions. That, 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 that's what we are. We, we are a way for users to sign transactions. Um, I think we've nailed it. Uh, uh, and a few months ago, we decided to, to, to push on the UX UI side, which is, I think, something that we've achieved since then. Uh, and in the next update, that is going to be like, uh, I mean, which is days away, uh, you, you, you notice like a, a big, uh, a big change in, uh, in UX UI. So first, yeah, like UX, UX was a, was a quite a headache. So the UX UI means I've got a wallet, which I can very easily and intuitively use. A lot of people say one of the biggest barriers to uh, crypto going mainstream right now is just the difficulty in using most decentralized applications, even centralized platforms with crypto can be extremely complicated for the average person to use. And then secondly, you wanted to make the swaps from um, the Ethereum network to Binance, Solana, um, whatever else effortless. Uh, and that's what you guys are doing, which also makes me think that you must be bullish on a multi-chain future uh, where multiple different chains thrive. Does that mean the wallet can add any chain coming in uh, in the future? Yeah, I mean, look, that, again, that's a gamble we made because like back in, so when we started, like it was in July last year, um, it was really, really much like a, a EVM for, and like Ethereum mainnet focused uh, uh, space, like uh, the multi-chain uh, future was really just like a, a um, kind of like a gamble at the time. Uh, uh, we didn't have like Binance Smart Chain, like which is uh, uh, you know EVM compatible. We didn't have like uh, uh, the likes of Solana or Terra that, that that became absolutely huge. So outside of Ethereum, uh, uh, obviously you had Bitcoin, but like uh, uh, Ethereum and, and, and DApps built on top of it, you didn't have much uh, of uh, of uh, of, um, of kind of like a, a multi-chain a multi-chain uh, environment. Um, so when we did that, it was really much a gamble. Then we saw like you know Binance Smart Chain getting in, um, which was huge. Uh, they they really quickly like attracted a lot of uh, of users. Polygon then, and uh, obviously Solana and Terra, well, which are like two other uh, layer ones, right? Um, so since then, this thesis has been validated, uh, which is great for us. Um, we also uh, had kind of the revenue model uh, validated since you know like I mean historically like uh, wallets. Uh, I've always been like uh, uh, complicated to monetize. Uh, MetaMask with the token swap proves the, 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 the entire space that uh, if you uh, if you were uh, adding swaps and taking like a, a fee uh, 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 on top of these swaps, uh, you could actually generate you know uh, some really interesting. Uh, uh, so how does XDFi work as a business? How are you guys going to mainly generate revenue? Will be will it be through token swaps? Yeah, so you have different things, right? You have obviously like the, the small fees on top of the swaps, which is going to be like three times as smaller than, than the one that you have with, with MetaMask, which I think is pretty high. At least as, as a user myself, I wouldn't pay that. I would use like Paraswap or one inch or something else. So just tangibly, how much would that save me, Emil? How much would that save me on a transaction that would cost $50 on MetaMask? Well, I mean, in terms of the fee that is taken on top of what you already pay uh, as in the net network fee, you'll pay probably like 0.25%. I think MetaMask is something around like 0.87%. Okay, nice, nice. That'll add up over time, especially for heavy users uh, on Ethereum. I think it's all about like, okay, uh, how much do you want to pay uh, uh, as, as a convenience fee, right? 
uh, why would I like pay like a fee at all uh, if you know I can just go on 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 Dex aggregator and, and just have something which is cheaper or directly on the Dex really? Um, the question is 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 is, is there? Uh, I, I believe that like it's it's much more convenient to actually like perform a swap uh, from within the wallet directly. It saves you the time of connecting to a to a DAP and uh, and uh, and getting like a transaction pop up, uh, 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 which is always like the best from a UX point of view. Uh, but now it has to uh, to come at uh, at a price which is uh, reasonable, uh, which I think it is uh, uh, if we uh, come up with a 0.25 percent fee. So that, that that's the ambition. So uh, I've got that cheaper fee. Why else would I prefer to use XDeFi over MetaMask? And if you can extend the answer to uh, some competition that's coming out right now, like Coin98. So I think today in a multi-chain environment, you don't want to have to deal with several wallets. You don't have to want to deal uh, with several seed phrases. Uh, you're losing time. It's all about speed, right? Uh, uh, DeFi is all about speed. Uh, uh, the faster you are at you know, uh, processing a transaction, the faster you are at getting into Mint, uh, uh, the faster you are at switching from blockchain ecosystem to another, uh, the better you're going to be at capturing, uh, seizing some, 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 some you know, uh, um, uh, interesting opportunities. Um, with XDeFi wallets, you basically uh, have a native integration of, of eight uh, plus chains. We have two coming really soon in the next month. Uh, you don't have to, you know, like uh, add chain manually. You don't have to fetch contract addresses manually. Uh, uh, you don't have to download several wallets. Uh, you can uh, um, uh, uh, convert your 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 tokens uh, uh, that are on Ethereum mainnet into Polygon or BSC or, or whatever else uh, you can think about, like from within the wallet as well. So you gain some speed. Uh, you kind of like more secure because you you're reducing the, the, the surface attacks by having just one seed phrase, um, and uh, you have a better connectivity. Um, and and, and that, that's that's why I think that uh, um, you know like users will be uh, attracted by uh, by uh, by this product and and, and, and and you know ultimately like uh, profit from it. Um, the other thing that we've created is so EIP fifteen fifty nine. It's quite interesting what, what has happened. Uh, I think the last you know uh, update of MetaMask, like whether it was success or not, is not for me to to say. Uh, but uh, we really try to. Uh, to focus on improving the UX and uh, and uh, and um, and everything around the EIP 1559 that, that not a lot of people understand, but at the, at the end of the day, you don't really need to understand it to to actually uh, um, to actually uh, use uh, Ethereum. Uh, so we try to come up with with something which is both like fun to use and at the same time really efficient. Uh, so we've created something we call the Ape Mode, um, which is basically uh, um, hopefully guaranteeing you to be in the next block every time you are you are enabling it. Uh, and uh, and you don't have to you know for instance go in edit and manually like uh, set your way or, or, or change anything for uh, uh, processing a transaction. So trying to improve the way uh, transactions are being processed via your wallet using Ethereum, uh, trying to make sure that you can front run people that are not using XDeFi, which I think will be like a, a, a significant advantage for our users, uh, and uh, and uh, while while keeping the the, the, the overall uh, UX uh, as uh, smooth as as it gets. Yeah, um, plenty of reasons, uh, especially that ape mode as a very active um, user, I think would be very beneficial. I'm slightly worried about how high the fees could possibly go, but at the end of the day, when you're, if it's the right trade, it doesn't matter how high those fees go. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, like that's, that's something that you would set up like manually anyway, if there was a gas war. Ultimately, you just want to be first. You know that you're going to make money out of the, the NFT you mint, for instance. Uh, so you don't really care how much you pay. So if you're ready to pay, you know, might as well have something that defaults to 
what's necessary to be at 99.9% in the next block rather than like just trying to figure it out by yourself with your block native, for instance, extension at the top at the same time, it's, it's already all embedded within the extension. We, we've created like the, 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 the whole uh, setup for it. So uh. I don't know if I can mention this or if it's public news yet. Um, there's going to be some NFT integrations on XD5, really cool ones where you can see your NFTs on the wallet. Um, uh, do you guys have any more plans for cool NFT integrations and features that further separate the product? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first the first step was to allow users to display their, their NFTs within the wallet. So we're already supporting Ethereum mainnet, Polygon, Binance Smart Chain, Suntera. Um, so you can uh, manage your, your NFTs easily. Uh, what we're adding now is uh, send your NFT, uh, sell your NFT in one click, potentially with NFT20 integration. Uh, and later down the road, you potentially going to be able to deposit your NFT as a collateral from within the wallet, for instance, and borrow against them, uh, uh, fractionalize them, for instance. Uh, there are a lot of different things that we can do. You can borrow against the NFTs on the wallet. Are you guys going to work with a third party to make that happen? Yeah. That sounds extremely exciting. I would love to be able to do all of that from one place. <laughs> XT5 could really become um, like your one-stop shop for everything eventually. I think I think the beauty of being a wallet, once you've built like the entire wallet infrastructure, you're kind of like in a position whereby you can just kind of create whatever you want on top of it and kind of be an aggregation layer of, of plenty of other features. Uh, obviously, we, we're first focusing on the extension. This is what we want to nail, but tomorrow we can also have like, um, um, you know, like a web app, uh, uh, which is accessible directly by, uh, via the wallet extension. And in this web app, like adds uh, uh, many more features uh, and embed, uh, uh, you know, different uh, protocols, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> ambitious to say the least. Emil, this has been a beautiful episode. I'm so excited for the XD5 launch soon. I know I'll be using it as my wallet um, and maybe some of our users will as well. Your experience in entrepreneurship and your passion for the space has made for a very interesting episode for us. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time. I can't wait to have you back on again in six months to see where you are. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Meditators, that's all from us.